A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Wow, I love the vibrato on that. Thanks. I've like, I don't know. Did I have a lot of coffee today? I'm not beautiful. Sure. Very beautiful. <laughs> Welcome to um, Los Angeles, everyone. Have you guys been following us on Instagram? Did you see our duplicate duplicates? Because <laughs> let's talk about let's ca- talk about Ker Brittany. Um, if you haven't seen this, God spared you. I'm just throwing that out there this is it's my favorite thing I've ever seen truly it's like of course Sarah looks perfect in every single one and I look like the demon crawling out from underneath your bed at night like no you it really has to do I think with a couple things one that maybe this app was made by Asian people and so (laughs) my face is better suited for these refaces as they call it and two even when I do the Britney one, it's weird. So I think it, she has a very special face shape. Listen, I can only hope that the reason why my face just doesn't look good on any of these <laughs> is because it's an Asian app. But at this point, I've tried every reface available and I look deranged. I look like I, my face you looked great as Justin Bieber. Oh, cool. Thanks. Really appreciate that. I'm glad I look great as Biebs. Like, it was like all the men I looked great. So I'm like, oh, I have masculine features and more one more complex for me to have. Lovely. Dr. Get Sam. out of here. It's really all it does is the eyes. And then it like, it, it really makes your nose stand out. Yes. And... And also, like, it makes my eyes look really close together, which I did not think they were close together. But now I'm like, well, maybe they are. Maybe they are. No, they they do that with the the sizing is weird. Don't get a uh, don't become insecure because of Sarah. Sarah keeps sending me gifts of herself, like as Andy (laughs) Dwyer from Parks and Rec or like, like Dwight from The Office. And I just have to, like, send her a text message every time. It's just like. No, period. Like, enough <laughs> is enough. I don't think I can take this anymore. I really am enjoying it too much. And I probably you do love have, it. like, sold my privacy, like, just all the rights <laughs> to my life. Listen, if it. selling your privacy means seeing how you look with platinum blonde hair <laughs> a la Lady Gaga, I am all in. It's very helpful. I feel like you, that's your next look. You have this baby, you bleach the hell out of your hair yeah. and just go for it. Cool mom K-pop star. thanks for that little uh introduction little warm-up to our pod we have so many little pieces of news to share yeah let oh this is a sad one let's start with this one sarah clarisonic is shutting down they're going out of business i never thought i would see the day people up until like literally last month have been asking me about clarisonic like same 
my my sister obviously like she's older but in a generation that grew up with these brushes but people still are very interested in the brushes or so i thought i'm shooketh this was like the first beauty tool that when i you know received as an editor reporter oh my god so stoked that i was i was like holy shit balls like i have made it clarisonic sent me a product with brushes like this is insane why do you think they are going out of business? I mean, I, I mean, I've read a little bit about it, and you know, I've, we've talked about this offline too. For me, what it is is even though gadgets are, you know, having a moment, and there are so many gadgets that I think are really successful, um, and you know, people swear by all this stuff. Especially now, you know, in quarantine when we can't go get our facials and we can't get all these treatments that like we usually would and we're leaning on gadgets instead to use at home. That all said, Clarisonic has just gotten such a bad reputation for whatever reason over the last few years or, you know, five years, whatever, because people just think that it's too abrasive on their skin or unnecessary, which personally I... I haven't used a Clarisonic in a while. Um, I don't, but I don't use any cleansing brushes. Like I don't, I I was using the Foreo for a, a minute, but then I was just like, you know what? Fingers are fine. Um, Same. That said, people still love using brushes to clean their faces. So I just think that, yeah, people have just associated it with like the past and being too harsh on their skin. But what about you, Kirby? I think you're nailing it. That's exactly right. I think brands like Foreo have probably been the death of Clarisonic. Their marketing is straight up like cleansing brushes are bad. Use Foreo instead. And I'm going to go on the record here and say, what the fuck does Foreo even do? Like, what does it even do? I feel like I put that thing on my face and it just vibrates a little bit. I'm like, Maybe I'll put it on my vagina instead and that'll feel better. Like, <laughs> Well, that's the thing too because it's like the complete opposite of the Clarisonic in that the, the silicone little tips and, or brushes, quote unquote, are so like short. It's not really doing that much. And they also, you know, they say it's like antibacterial, antimicrobial because of the silicone. I tried this out when it first launched and I truly didn't think it was anything to write home about. I felt like I could get a cleaner cleanse mm -hmm. from just using my your fingers because you can't maneuver it, but in the crevice of your nose, underneath your eyes, you know what I mean? Like totally. So for me, I don't think that Foreo is actually a better option to mm -hmm. Clarisonic. And I think also because of chemical exfoliants, mm -hmm. physical exfoliation has been made into this like de devil part of your yeah. routine that you should not use harsh scrubs, you should not use harsh brushes. But, and we've, like you've said, talked about this offline before, Clarisonic is not an exfoliating brush. It's, it's a cleansing device. Right. And they were very, very meticulous about positioning it that way. Um, and I know some people said that, like, they left it in their shower and it would get moldy and stuff. I personally literally never had that happen. I mean, you have to probably just not mm -hmm. be keeping up with your accoutrements if that happens. Yeah. Like, you still got to clean it. Like, you got to clean your, your brushes. You're putting it on your face. Like, it doesn't yeah. just clean itself. But I will say, I used to use my cleansing brush, my Clarisonic, with a scrub on top. And that is what made me a chronic overexfoliator. And I nipped that in the bud real quick. When it came to heavy-duty makeup removal, 
I would use it in the shower and I thought it did a great job. Great. But I don't know. You're, yeah. you're totally right. Like at some point I was just like, fingers are fine. I don't need this yeah. to really clean, like get my skin clean. Yeah. And I am just really surprised that they could not have, they couldn't pivot in a way, any way that would have saved them. Or maybe they just were like, you know what? Remember when they launched the brushes that were meant to be used with makeup? Yes. Because I think I got those attachments. Yeah, same. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, I don't yeah. want to brush, like, brushing product into my skin. Mm-mm. It just sucked. And I met, you know, the creator of Clarisonic, lovely, lovely man. And that that wasn't even that long ago. It was like maybe four years ago. I went to the Clarisonic plant and learned how they make them. And it was a really eye-opening experience. But it's such a bummer. It's more like nostalgia since, you know, both of us don't even use it is we don't use one in our regular routine it just like feels really sad it's so sad it is so sad but you know what this is going to keep happening yeah like Ferreo at some point is going to go out of existence like I just don't think that that those products are necessarily necessary Mm -hmm. to get a good facial cleansing moment absolutely all right some other exciting news for Rihanna and Fenty Beauty fans so The Queen is releasing skincare products. Fenty Skin is coming, y'all. July 31st. Mark your calendars. Kirby, are you excited? I, okay, like... I I think Rihanna is such a smart businesswoman. And of course, Rihanna has beautiful skin. But I would argue that Rihanna has everything at her beck and call to have beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. I, I generally don't gravitate towards skincare brands that are a launch, like an offshoot of a makeup brand. What's one beauty brand that has a skincare offering that you actually like? Can I tell you, you're going to laugh, but it's like there is a product in my head that I'm like, this is such a good product. Okay. I'm thinking of one too. Okay. Tarte. Oh, oh, that's true. That's a good one. Tarte. I don't know. They are the exception to the rule. They make amazing skincare products. I love their Rainforest of the Sea collection. I love the Maracuja oil. The Maracuja oil. The vitamin C that they make. Mm -hmm. I cannot remember the name of it, but it's a giant bottle. And I think it has like vitamin C and AHAs in it. I tried it actually Mm -hmm. for the first time last summer and I Mm freaking loved it. It was so, so good. Yeah, I definitely think their skincare products are are underrated. What are, what's yours? I was going to say Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, oh. Yeah. I think she does a good job. Like she was smart though because she launched the the magic cream like with her makeup. Totally. You're right. You're right. I guess so. It was like, but it, it, to me, it just. It seems more like a cosmetics brand, right? Oh, of course. It's definitely yeah. cosmetics. But she, like, to your point, she was smart to include skincare in that. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like, okay, now we're going to just try to figure out skincare. It felt like a priority. I think that's right. the difference. Yeah, which is obviously so many beauty brands have been doing this, you know, what Rihanna is doing. Which, you know, it's it's smart because she has you know, obviously built this huge fan base and they just want more and more and more and they want to know how to get Rihanna's glow. And so we'll see if the products deliver. But we all we know or all we can talk about is the fact that the products are coming out on the 31st. But if you go to Fenty Skin has an Instagram, um, they already have almost 300,000 followers. They literally just launched Uh, Rihanna walks her fans through her skincare routine using the collection and you can see that she is using some sort of cleanser, 
some sort of toner or essence and a moisturizer. So um, I think that that is uh, what we can expect at the very least. And Kirby and I will get our hands on the products and try them out uh, and talk about it when we can talk about it. What if Rihanna came on Los Angeles? I mean... Would we have to be upfront with her to, if we didn't like the products? I don't know. If, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I don't think I could tell her if I didn't like them. I'd be like, "Yep, they're great." She would. Love she would them. convince us by the end of it, and then we would just be like, "Yep, this is all I use." Even if we had Priscilla Ono on and she sold it to us, we'd probably. If you want to dog walk me, I'll do it. Just like <laughs> tell me what to do, and I'll do it, Rihanna. Um. Okay. Another piece of news. That launched yesterday, Monday. Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio created a line with Morphe. If you're not familiar with Charlie and Dixie, hands down, the biggest influencers on the planet right now. I mean, they surpass everybody. On TikTok, they have like millions upon million, millions of followers. Charlie is like the more popular one. She's 16. Her sister Dixie is 18. And I mean, they are, they are monetizing. They are monetizing. So Allure has the exclusive on this. This story, by the way, is written by Willa Bennett, who was a former bustler, my former coworker, and like expert on Gen Z. She could probably teach a college class, like build a whole curriculum about Gen Z. Ooh, I want her to come on and talk to us about what to expect from Gen Z beauty-wise. Oh, we should. That'd be fun. That'd be great. So it says how Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio worked together to create their first makeup line. So they are collaborating with Morphe on a sub-brand called Morphe 2. And the images are really beautiful. Like they look very fresh, very young, um, you know, a glossy lip with a neutral tone. And then these like really pretty ethereal, shimmery eye shadow colors, yeah. which is great. I really like the, I like both of them, but the blue one's fun. Seems like something that I would have worn at 16. Totally. Like experimental, experimental. Ex- what am I saying? I can't even find <laughs> like, sp- experimental. Like what is that? What is that word? So Morphe 2, it says, aims to redefine the way makeup is marketed to young people. The collection invites all individuals to celebrate their varying relationships with skincare, makeup, and beauty. Charlie tells Allure, with Morphe, we're working together to show that you are beautiful with or without makeup. This is like the billion dollar question from every beauty brand and upcoming beauty brand. It's like, how do we attract Gen Z? Yeah, how do we get Gen Z? I'm looking at the products right now. They definitely look like they're coming for Glossier for sure. Oh, thousand percent. You know, there seems to be like a skin tint that almost reminds me of like the Ilia oil, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. tinted oil. There are these little pots, which appear to be, you know, the sparkly eyeshadows. Lip glosses that look like juicy tubes. Totally. A blush. And then some makeup brushes. I'll be 100 with you guys. I think naming this sub-brand Morphe 2 is incredibly dumb. (laughs) Sorry. But like, if you are 16 years old, this literally reminds me of Limited 2. I didn't think about that until you said that, which completely makes sense. And I agree with you 100%. Limited 2 was cool when I was in fourth grade, not when I was 16 years old. 
if you're really trying to market this towards a teen, I would suspect they want to be treated like adults because that's how I wanted to be treated. Yeah. You know, I'm not an infant. I'm not a child. I've lived some life. I'm still figuring it out. But I have my own personality. I'm still trying to figure out who I am. Right. But even like when Glossier, uh, R.I.P. Glossier play, um, (laughs) who knows what happened to that. But like even when they launched that, Glossier play doesn't, it's more playful. It seems more youthful, but it's not. It doesn't, it's not condescending. Yeah. Just because of all the stuff happening with Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson with Morphe, they dropped, Morphe dropped both of them, which I think was huge because they were major money makers for them. But mm-hmm. why not just create a whole other brand that does target Gen Z, that takes Morphe out of it? Because yeah. I do think that Morphe is going to have a hard time, uh, I guess, you know, reimagining themselves and and getting their image back to a good place. They had a fiasco with Jaclyn Hill a few years ago. They have this fiasco with Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson now. But maybe they are really holding on to the the name and like what it comes with. like people, you know, people know it. It's like recognizable. True. But I agree. True. I think they could have gone in another direction and it would have been maybe better. But they also have these two incredibly huge tiktok stars so i mean it will it will sell yeah obviously with charlie and dixie attached to it like no doubt and then the name recognition from morphe but i always tell people this you know glossier i thought was so smart because it stemmed from into the gloss so there was still that tie to into the gloss yeah it felt new it felt different and even then it felt like i remember when it came out and everyone was like how do you pronounce it like this is so weird how do you say it and now it's just just become this huge huge player in the industry exactly and i think um another example i love Mm -hmm. to talk to people about is birdie from who what where they could have called it like who what where beauty totally you know what i mean but then they went with birdie and it's spelled with a y and it's different and you're like what and it just makes sense like at first you're like what the hell is birdie and then you go to birdie and you know it as a hub for beauty content or even versed at that you know same company right yes smart those people over there know how to market and know how to market yeah. well. I'm interested to see how this goes. Same. Any Gen Z followers, listeners, let us know if you're excited about this launch. All right. We're going to follow up on a few things that we talked about last Tuesday. And my sincere apologies for saying that we were going to have a double episode week and then not delivering on Friday. I had the worst dry eye, guys. And for the people <laughs> that follow me and gave me suggestions, you are a godsend. I cannot thank you enough. My eye is way better now. But I just, I was winky. I was a winky person. It was bad. I couldn't see. My head hurt. I was like miserable. There was no way I could have edited. It's okay. People people need a little break from us. (laughs) Never. Um, So anyways, we'll have that episode coming this Friday. But last Tuesday, we talked about three huge beauty influencers launching their own brands. Jackie Ina, Desi Perkins, and Patrick Starr. Patrick Starr's One Size brand launched last Friday, and he announced Tuesday, the day our episode went live, what products he was launching with. Sarah, what did he launch with? All right. So he launched with what what I thought, what we both thought was really surprising. Yes. Yep. Because when you think of Patrick Starr, you think makeup, he's going to do like this beautiful full coverage foundation, like a fun eyeshadow palette. But no, he launched with makeup removers, guys. So first, the Go Off Makeup Dissolving Mist, which is very cool, pretty innovative, I would say. And then 
These big old juicy, juiciest makeup remover wipes go off. It's like bigger than my face. So they're eight inches, which he was like cracking jokes about. He was like, I know y'all like eight inches. (laughs) We're like, okay, dude. Um, But it's actually smart because... If I am wearing, if I'm wearing a lot of makeup, I will inevitably use more than one wipe. 100%. So you guys know, Sarah and I would never say run out and buy makeup wipes as your sole form of cleansing. Like that's just, we would never do that. We're pretty anti-makeup wipes and we have discussed a few that we approve of, but in general, it should never replace your actual double cleanse. But he explained this, you know, he was, we mentioned this last week, he was told to remove his makeup at work. And it felt like a a full circle moment where he could launch with something that was a part of his past and put a different spin on it, especially because he does wear such heavy makeup. He talks about Mm -hmm. his makeup is drag makeup. It is very thick, colorful, Mm -hmm. and bold. And so sometimes just a double cleanse is not going to get that off. I think it's smart that he launched two removers because it's like you the the go off um spray you spray it on your face it has like jojoba and rosehip oil in it so it's calming it doesn't feel super you know some like sprays can feel super like astringent e but this isn't it's just oh totally this is definitely oil based you spray it on you kind of work it with your fingers and it comes you know it starts to just kind of melt off of your face and then you use the giant makeup remover wipe which literally like it, it could take, you could take it all the way down to your decollete and get everything off without having to use another one. Yeah, use the other side. Yep, and it and those makeup wipes were also, instead of them being alcohol focused, you know, with the ingredients, it does seem like there's more oil in that as well. So when I removed my makeup during the call that we had with him, it came off. Like, I mean, it took me two minutes to get my whole face off and mm-hmm. it took him three to get his whole face off. Oh, wow. So- would you say, though, again, reiterating, this should not replace your facial cleanser. This should be the step one and two. Yes. And then you follow up with your cleanser. It's like almost like a triple cleanse, which I know people are talking a lot about. So yeah. spritz the oil spray, use the makeup wipe, then use something like the new Tatcha cleanser, which I've really been liking. Yoli even said that she was like oh teaching gosh, him so good. when he was getting started in skincare first, you're going to need to use two heavy duty ingredient yeah. ingredients or products to get your quote unquote mask off. And then you're going to go in to actually yeah. cleanse the skin. I really liked this mist. I mean, I can't personally use it when I have lash extensions, obviously, because the oil is not good for my lashes. But I le- I used it on my hand because I was like swatching a bunch of makeup mm-hmm. and it took like no time at all to come off. So they're like it almost like relieves all the rubbing that you would normally do on your face, which then maybe like, you know, causes wrinkles over time so i found it to be incredibly gentle and let me tell you right now when it comes to my halloween costumes this year i will be using this for removal hands down this is great for you would say like on camera stuff especially if you have to switch looks yes if you are a makeup artist get these in your kit i think they're brilliant for being on set for sure, with multiple looks. Yeah. Okay, then we have what else? Oh, Jackie Ina. We were trying to guess what she was going to launch with. What she launched with? She launched with candles. They're really pretty. So I was right. I They are pretty. 
they, she didn't, she's not doing beauty. She's doing lifestyle. Because Jackie Ina is a lifestyle. It, she is a lifestyle. <laughs> she is. Jackie, 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 Jackie. So we, <laughs> she hasn't really told the story yet. Uh, her and Dennis, her partner, fiance, have been working on this. It, I think that she's just interested in trying a new direction to have longevity. You know, not, she's not just, it's like Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson was a singer. And then mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? I'm going to make shoes and everyone's like why the hell would you make shoes and now she's a billionaire and then she's just a billionaire so good for her i really like the uh names of these candles share share a few okay there's one called cuffing season (laughs) there's one called uh what is this cared up is that right what is it i mean that right matcha business I'm watching this, um, <laughs> I'm watching the video that she made. It's like kind of hard to read. And then Left on Red. Hold up. Oh, oh, oh. Caked Up. Oh, Caked Up. Okay. That caked makes more up. sense. So we have Caked Up, Left on Red, Cuffing Season, and Matcha Business. Cute. Really cute. I'm, I'm inspired. I also wonder what else she's going to come out with. Because like this video, it looks like furniture. You know what I mean? It's like a sim. It's like Sims. Yes. Is it like going to be home decor? I don't know. But Jackie, congratulations. We're super proud of you. Yeah. And we know this will be a success. Faux show. I want to smell these candles. I, I love a good candle. What does left on red smell like? <laughs> Sassin class. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And then finally, let's talk about Desi Perkins. We know now she is not launching skincare. She is starting at least with sunglasses. So the brand is Desi uh, with a Z. And you have some intel on this, Sarah. Yes. Okay. So some insider info. I think, you know, all of us remember when Desi collaborated with Key. Yep. On those sunglass collections. I feel like that Key did the celebrity influencer collaborations before anyone else did yeah they really hit it out of the park did i say that correctly yeah with uh (laughs) with desi because those sold out like crazy and i was telling kirby i remember when she launched those because i was at bustle and we had to cover them cover the story because um people were searching for them like crazy like people just couldn't get enough of her sunglasses so apparently she learned a lot you know from working with key and then she realized that people left her sunglasses and she thought she could do a better job because you know a key key makes great sunglasses, very, very on trend, but she wanted to make designer frames that were a little bit more refined, you know, better quality. These sunglasses are, you know, made with designer materials. They're made very well um, and they will be more affordable than what you would pay for like a Dior or, you know, whatever designer frames you usually buy. And then apparently she also didn't choose like stock frames, which you could do in the sunglass business. And she custom designed everything. Yeah. So she didn't white label. Yeah. Good for so, her. Good for her, Des. They're really cute. I mean, I, her videos are obviously no surprise. Really fun to watch. The aesthetic's there. Very sexy. It's launching uh, July 31st. July 31st. What a day. So ma- So many launches happening. All right, that's the news for you. We finally have news. That's what I'm excited about. We have stuff to talk about. Same. Now it's time for... What's on on your your face? face? I want to talk about something that's been on my face for the past, I don't know, couple of months. But I've been doing it regularly every two and a half weeks. 
And Ooh. it's the Obagi Blue Brilliance Triple Acid Peel. I swore I talked about this on What's On Your Face before, but Sarah was like, nope, you did not. No. This is the Blue Brilliance Triple Acid Peel. It's $145. But listen, listen, Linda, because I will tell you right now that this will help with your pores, dullness, and uneven texture. I got sent this product. It was probably the beginning of the pandemic. It was like February or March. And it comes with four little vials of this blue potion. So you are like, okay, instantly intrigued. You have to, you know, pull the, t- the tab off and, you know, unscrew it. And then it comes out and you put it in this little tiny glass bowl. And they say, take a cotton square and stick it in the solution just so it lightly absorbs. And then you start putting it like on your face and neck and decollete if you want. Let me tell you something. You have got to be careful with this because this is not for the faint of heart. This smell alone is so aggressive that like, I feel like I've singed nose hairs. I mean, this triple acid. It is triple acid. So it is salicylic, lactic, and glycolic acid all together. Just eating at your dead skin. And you have to be careful too, especially now that it's the summer. If you go outside, you need to be protecting yourself. I'm obviously wearing my sunscreen and my sun shield, but... Every time I do it, I'm always surprised at how aggressive it is because I do it regularly. I do it every two and a half weeks. And they tell you, you should do it um, because it comes with four vials. You should do it every two weeks. Is this something you would use to like prepare for something? Yep. I don't think anybody's having their wedding this year. But if you were preparing for a wedding or a big, you know, I have a shoot coming up. So I'm like trying to get my skin in the best shape possible. Big event. And Mm -hmm. when I do it, Uh, I remember the first time I did it, my skin definitely like shed layers. My skin was to the point where I was like, oh my God, this looks like I went and got this professionally done. Ooh. So you can't peel the dead skin off of your face, but it is super gratifying to like see it. Okay. And then um, I would say you do it, like I always do it like Sunday nights. And then Monday, Tuesday, you're good. Your skin might be a little tight, maybe a little bit red, but nothing crazy. Right. Wednesday, it starts to kind of crack. Like you feel like you're coming out of your own skin and you're like, holy crap. Uh, Thursday sloughs off, Friday sloughs off, and by Saturday you look at your skin and it's glowing and you're like, holy crap. We gave one of these away. Yes, we gave one of these away. So our winners will get this. And I'm just warning you guys, be careful. Like you need to know that this is a hardcore peel. I have a question. How does it compare to... Dr. Dennis Gross, the Daily Peel. 100% more potent. Wow. The Daily Peels, like obviously they're they're good enough that you can use every day if you want to. And I know Chrissy Teigen loves them and I love them as well. I also love the retinol mm-hmm. option that they have. But this is like, mm-hmm. you really shouldn't use this any sooner than two weeks between each application. And it sounds like this is definitely like a treatment that you, like we said, you would do, I mean, would you continue to do this throughout the year? Oh, hell yeah. Like, even when I'm not going to be prepping for this. And because I was doing it earlier this year and I didn't have anywhere to go. I was just like, hell, I want to try it. I like the way that it makes my skin feel. I feel like my texture looks great. I feel like my pores don't look as enlarged. And I feel like it does help with some hyperpigmentation. Um, Like, I have some, a little bit of hyperpigmentation left over from like a pimple I picked that I'm starting to notice diminish. So things like that. And this is what I'll say. If you you guys get it and you feel like it's going to be too much, they give you full instructions, so you need to read those very carefully. But I, you're supposed to apply one coat 
let it sit for a minute, and then you need to apply another coat. And it's like, whoo, it's like your face is on fire. And I have a fan, like the Patrick Ta fan that I yeah. use to kind of like cool me down. And then I'm good. And you leave yeah. it on for like 10 to 15 minutes. And then you wash with cold water and put on a moisturizer. Okay. But my tips would be put Vaseline or some kind of balm like Aquaphor around your nose, mm. the corner of your eyes, and the corner of your mouth, mouth. to protect mm. those really delicate areas. Obviously, don't go all the way up to your eye. Uh, oh, my God. Just no. for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to give it a try, maybe try it with just um, the one coat at first. See how that goes. And then bump it up. And anything you have left over in the little uh, glass bowl, apply it to your hands and neck and decollete. Because, like, those areas can probably withstand it. Totally. Feet. Put it on your feet. <laughs> Huge fan. And, and just, again... It's powerful and not for the timid. I, yeah, I love this warning. It's like all powerful. <laughs> all right, Sarah, you are going to talk about a product. This is such a good product. I'm so jealous that I didn't think about it. It is, which we knew. We like, we stand Marc Jacobs Beauty so much. But we totally stand. It's because they just, they just do a really good job, you guys. And the product that I'm going to talk about that um, both Kirby and I have been obsessed with is the Brow Wow Duo brow powder pencil and tinted gel it is so good it makes your if you love doing your brows you'll really enjoy using this but also if you don't you'll also enjoy using this because it makes it really easy so it's two-sided as i mentioned one end has a powder pencil and the other is a tinted gel uh, the powder pencil side, which I uh, what I really appreciate is that it it's super soft. So you know when you are are drawing in your little strokes of hair, it's like very feathery and looks really natural. Sometimes with other pencils, you know, um, they can be uh, really harsh or just like too dark too quickly. And then you have to like start over again. Um, so that's why I feel like this would be good if you didn't like doing your brows or if you're new to doing your brows because it's a little bit more forgiving than other pencils you might be using. Um, and then the gel side is great. It's a really, really great texture. It's not too wet. It's not too goopy. Uh, the applicator seems to me, well, I guess it's not that short, but there's something about it, the wand that like really just, it, it, makes applying the gel really easy on your brows brow hairs would you agree Kirby I love the gel side of this and you nailed it the the shape that is like honestly like the perfect shape mascara wand if I was using one yeah like I just like the way that it looks there's like enough space between the bristles so it's not going to be chunky and then you can still comb through your brow hairs to sort of make sure that, yeah, it's blended really well. And it's tinted. It's not clear. So you would use the pencil first, obviously, and then follow up with the gel to set your brows in place. My only qualm is that it's not cheap. It is $39. But but it does come with a pencil refill, which is great. And honestly, you don't need that much of the gel if you're using the two. So it'll last you. So yeah, so this brow pencil will last you a while. You don't have to be heavy handed when you're you know, drawing in your strokes. So it comes in, let me see, five colors. I am the darkest one, which is the dark brown. Kirby, what shade are you? Do you know? I think I switch between light brown and uh, 
medium brown. Oh, sorry. I am not the darkest shade. There is a black. I am dark brown, so second to darkest. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend. You can get a Sephora. Use your points or don't. How much? How much is it? $39. Yeah. So it's definitely more like prestige level when it comes to eyebrow products. But I, I hope, my hope is that they launch the eyebrow gel separately so that you can mm. buy like a like a full size version just alone because that eyebrow gel is so good and totally you know you said that you use the pencil and then the gel i've been using the gel and then the pencil to fill in sparse spots and i love it oh yeah so okay if you are a fan of the gel side more it doesn't seem like there's that much product so you would probably run out a little bit quicker than the pencil but Listen to Kirby, guys, and um, launch the gel as its own product. I think that would do really well. It is a brow wow product. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's what's on our faces. Wow. We just breezed right through this episode. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Go us. We're getting, we're getting good at this. We're getting so, so <laughs> profesh over here. Um, all right. This week, we have a second episode on Friday with Amanda Montel, author of Word Slut, linguist, and former beauty editor. And we have so many great episodes coming up, too. We'll have one with Patrick Starr. And we have one with our dear friend Leslie, who is the founder of Clur. She makes the some of the most beautiful skincare products. Um, and she's an L.A. Glamgelino uh, OG. Um, so that that was a really, really awesome conversation. I can't wait for you guys to listen to that one, too. We also loved the responses that you sent us on Instagram of what and who you wanted to see on the podcast. I think Sarah and I, you know, obviously we want founders and, and brands to come on and talk about like, you know, why they created their brand and, you know, their brands that we love and support. Um, but we definitely want to get more people on that aren't affiliated with brands that are experts to talk about things that you're really, really curious about. So if you ever have anything that you want us to think about, just email us. It's glossangelespodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from or, you. Or <gasps> you can go on our website yes, and click contact us. And then like write a little message and Kirby and I'll get it. Write a little message, guys. And we will. It's really fun and high tech. It's called a website. Get it. Yeah. So please visit our website. <laughs> visit our website. We're really proud of it. If you can't tell. It's like our magnum opus. No, yeah. But we didn't create it. Whatever. So thank you again for your support and for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week. Take a minute to decompress. Lower those shoulders. Take a few deep breaths in mm-hmm. and out. And just know that things, if they're not good now, they will get better. We promise. Because we can't go any low, lower than this. <laughs> we should not be motivational speakers. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Nope, 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 nope. Sorry. Um, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Los Angeles Pod. Find our Facebook group. I have a special announcement. If you are in our Facebook group, there is a high chance you may be getting discount codes. So if you're not in the Facebook group, now is the time to join. You hear that? FYI. Who doesn't love a discount code? All right. We will see you on, well, well you'll hear us and we, <laughs> we won't hear you, but you'll be in our hearts on Friday. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. <laughs>
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.